brothers and sisters so we continue on our lenten journey um we continue with the four ends of the mass that saint peter julian Amad recommends that we uh, meditate on uh to to maybe be as a guide or as a discipline in in times of adoration where we might be a bit distracted or we might be wandering aimlessly at least we have something to to structure our time um, and so we spoke about yesterday, first of all, adoration, just entering in the adoration of Christ himself, of the Father, and also uniting ourselves consciously with the adoration of the blessed, the angels in heaven, and uh, and also uniting ourselves with the church as she offers this perfect adoration in the Mass. Uh, I'm sure at, at some point in the world, the Mass is being offered uh, during that time of prayer, so we can unite, unite ourselves with it, with that act of offering. And so there's just these ideas. Today we're going to go on to look at the whole idea of uh, Thanksgiving and then reparation or propitiation, as he says. So we can make give times where we just go into deep, deep Thanksgiving and gratitude. Afterwards, we realize that the Eucharist means Thanksgiving. And so this is because the kind of sacrifice that Christ um, offered or that we offer um, is in view of, of everything that he has first given as a gift. So our sacrifice, our response to the Father is always in thanksgiving for all that he has given. Even he provides the sacrifice, he gives us his son. And so Christians call it thanksgiving. The, the, at the heart of the very center of our Christian faith is thanksgiving because it's gospel, it's free gift. I mean, salvation is a free gift that has worked by God himself for us. Salvation meaning how we will get to, to that ultimate de destination, that, that ultimate perfection of, of what we were made for, which is to see God as he truly is, to come to see him without any veil, to, to, to see him as he knows and loves himself in, in, in what we call heaven. And so thanksgiving for this great gift, which is our bread, the Lord himself, the Lord giving himself in the Eucharist to be uh, an immense spiritual power and food for for this journey, so that we would survive death and um, and not just survive death, but survive it to be able to enjoy God forever. And so we 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 enter into this time of prayer, with just thanksgiving, and also thinking of all the things we have in our life that we have to give thanks for, that we unite to this the the prayer of Christ in the Eucharist of Himself praying and thanksgiving on our behalf, and you know. Somebody said once to me that gratitude is a sign of holiness, and I fully agree. Um, because a, a, a person who is grateful is exercising humility. Um, that one has realized even amongst his suffering and trials in life, things could always be worse. And that, that there's so much that God has already given us in, in this moment. But we, we can be so caught in our pain, all of us, because in our pain, our trials, that we turn in on ourselves. And we, we become bitter, we could become angry, and we can give out to God almost, forgetting to see all the, the gifts that God has given to us. And the God doesn't owe us a single thing. He, he, he's given us free gift of creation and that we should be so thankful even just to be alive, to exist, because we could not have existed, which would have been worse. And so, so it's just to give God thanks for the most basic things in life and, and to recognize that he too is in our suffering and our trials. On the cross, Jesus is, took your suffering before you even had your suffering, in the sense that he experienced it and suffered it before you suffered it, in one sense, uh, in the future. 
because he could see it and he felt it and took it into his heart. So, so really your suffering is Christ's suffering. And so he's not far off in some distant planet. So we have so much to be thankful for. And you know, St. Peter Julian Amad says, thank him in all humility of heart, like St. Elizabeth in the presence of Mary and the word incarnate. Thank him with the vibrant ardor of St. John the Baptist when he felt the closeness of his divine master hidden like himself in the womb of his mother. Thank him with the joy and generosity of Zacchaeus when he received the visit of Jesus in his house. Thank him with the Holy Church and the heavenly court. And so that your thanksgiving may be continual and always gain in intensity, do what is done in heaven. Consider the beauty, the goodness, ever old and new of the good of the God of the Eucharist, who for our sake is consumed and reborn without ceasing on the altar. Contemplate his sacramental state, the sacrifices he has made since its institution in the cynical, in order to reach us, the struggle he had to sustain against his own glory, in order to lower himself to the very limit of nothingness and to sacrifice his liberty, his body, his person itself. He did that without any condition as to time or place and with no other protection than his love, surrendering himself to the love as well as to the hate of man. So, as we will see tomorrow, that, um, or maybe Monday, I might give a break tomorrow and we might do something else tomorrow. But this whole idea of that the Jesus is, is giving such thanksgiving in the Mass, but that so many people are ungrateful to the Lord and not grateful the fact that he's left himself in this way so that he could be easily, readily available to us. And that will lead us into to think about reparation and propitiation. May the Lord bless you and have a great day. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen.